What's up guys, this is the Stone Speak Podcast, a podcast about the life of being a Hispanic stoner living in Austin. A fair warning, there will be a lot of smoking during this podcast, so you might want to light up before starting. What's up everybody, this is the Stone Speak Podcast, how's everybody doing? I'm hoping everybody had a stoned Christmas, I know I had a stoned Christmas, I was high as fuck during Christmas. Yeah, every year, me and my cousin Rick, we like to get together and uh, go to my mom's backyard and roll a fat blunt. And um, yeah, I just got really fucking high. My cousin brought backwoods this time, which uh, I'm not used to backwoods, man. That shit, you got to really be prepared for it. I'm more of a glass guy, you know, I'm smoking bongs and pipes and shit. So I'm not really used to blunts, much less backwoods. So we get through the first backwood and I'm just lit. Like, I'm gone out of my fucking mind. I'm like, I don't know where I'm at right now, but this feels really fucking dope. And I'm just enjoying myself. And then my mom, she comes out to the backyard and she goes, Mijo, I got you a brand new pair of glasses. Come with me. So I was like, um, all right. So I followed my mom inside and she starts to tell me that she just bought me prescription glasses. And she's like, you'd have to come with me to Vision Works right now, mijo. We got to go get your glasses. And I'm just super fucking high. And I'm trying to hide it from my mom. But I don't have any eye drops or anything. So it's just obvious. So I'm just like, alright. I guess we're going to Vision Works. So we make it to Vision Works. And we go inside. And it's just like the most uncomfortable experience ever. Just imagine all these white people around you staring at you while you're blitzed out of your mind. My my eyes are bloodshot red. And so my mom's like, Mijo, go ahead and pick out any any glasses you want, Mijo. Pick out any glasses. And I was just like, fuck, I don't want to be here right now. So I'm here looking at these glasses and I'm like, I want to get the fuck out of here as fast as possible. All right. Because the glasses lady's looking at me like I'm the devil. You know, she's like, this fucking spick right here is just wasting my time. You know, so I'm just sitting there just trying to just grab anything. So I reach over and just grab the first pair of glasses I see. And they're just like the worst fucking most retarded looking glasses. I don't know what I grabbed. So I just grabbed them and I was like, mom, get these. She's like, okay, mijo, I'll go order them and you go sit in the car. You know, I'm just high as fuck. I get inside of the car. And, um, yeah, so now I'm stuck with super gay glasses. I mean, they're not super gay. You know, they're just like those little round, small glasses that kind of like Harry Potter wears, you know? So just imagine like a Hispanic gay Harry Potter, you know? Just like, Hermione, I'm going to suck dick. I'm Harry Potter. I'm going to suck dick. I know that's a horrible Harry Potter, but like I haven't really practiced that one. That one just came from my heart. But yeah, you know, that's what it feels like to wear these glasses. And um, it's all right, you know, it's cool to be a gay Harry Potter sometimes. But anyways, yeah, that was a that was my stoned Christmas. Hope everybody else had a great stoned Christmas. I don't know, like, I'm pretty sure my mom knows I'm a stoner now, like, after this experience. You know, we have a thing in my household where, like, everybody knows I'm a stoner, but um, we pretend I'm not. Like, cause I went to college and shit, so that gives me cool points with my parents. So they can't ever be like, oh, you're a failure, fucking stoner, get the fuck out the house. You know, I earned the degree, therefore I get to stay in the house. I feel like that's how it is. So we like have this like, kind of like this untold truth that I'm a stoner, but I'm actually a successful stoner. So like, my mom can't really kick me out. But she's tired of it. I can tell. My mom's just sick of me being a stoner fucking nobody just living in their house all day. I mean, I love it. I enjoy it. I love being a stoner living in my mom's basement. But I can tell they're getting tired. Last week, my dad, he was, he never really 
asks me of anything. But last week he was like, hey, why don't you join the army? Like, I'm high as fuck at the breakfast table. And my dad's just bringing up the army out of nowhere. I'm like, wow, you really think, I mean, look at me. I fucking smoke weed every minute of the day. You think I'm going to join the army? He was like, you know, like, uh, you're about to turn 30 and you haven't accomplished anything besides a college degree. And I'm just like, this is, this is insane. You know, like, they pretty much sprung this out of nowhere on me. So I'm slowly thinking about going to the army just to get off my parents' back. You know, like, the only thing, though, like, joining the army has got to be hard staying high, you know? Because, like, yeah, I, I'm sure I can get past, like, boot camp and shit. But, I mean, I'm going to start smoking. Like, if I'm a soldier, like, I'm going to start smoking. Like, I'm going to be the, the most stoner soldier ever. I'm not going to show up on time to anything. I'm going to do my workouts half-assed. Go to Afghanistan just to smoke the weed there. Like, I'm I'm really thinking about how I'm going to do it. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much the next plan from here on is to sign up for the army, try to probably stop smoking for like two days and then go to a recruiting office, you know, cause my system flushes my weed really fast. Like I have a system where I just drink fucking cranberry juice and water for a full day and I piss all of it out. So it'll be pretty easy for me to get the gig. I'm just trying to imagine like, how am I going to like remain stoned while being a soldier, you know, like, like I'm pretty sure there's ways to do it. Like, I don't know. You know, like, just keep a little mini bong in my boot. Just so, like, while I'm on doing my hikes and shit, I can just smoke a bong. I don't know if there's any, like, soldiers out there that know I can get away with that. You know, hit me up in the email. You know, like, I'm trying to figure that out still. But, um, yeah, besides that, being a stoner's tough, man. You know, just trying to live at my parents' house and hide and, uh, just avoid the reality that I'm a piece of shit. It's fucking tough, man. I think it's probably the, the, one of the hardest lifestyles to live is being a stoner. It's a lot of work, like hiding from your parents, you know, trying to act like you have a job, walking the dog. Man, like my dog, well, he likes walking like five times a fucking day. Like this guy's crazy. Like he must not know how high I get. Like I don't have the time to be fucking walking my dog five times a day. But, like, that's a deal, like, we have cut out with uh, my family. Like, I have to walk the dog, take out the trash, and I got to have a job. As long as I got those things, man, I'm in the clear. And as far as a job, um, I work for DoorDash. I don't know if anybody knows DoorDash. It's a delivery service. I mean, my parents don't know that. My parents think I work at Apple because I told them I work at Apple as a cover-up for working DoorDash. You know, because um, cause they, they, they won't really approve of DoorDash, so... I told them I work at Apple, and I got this Apple shirt that I ordered through eBay, and uh, they it just makes it look like I work there, so they're pretty proud of me. But my actual job is DoorDash. Um, yeah, I spend the whole day just delivering fucking food across Austin, and it's such a perfect job for a stoner, you know, because it's so mindless. You can just sit there driving your car with a blunt, blasting your music, and nobody bothers you. You know, like, it's so perfect. And now, thanks to Corona, they got the drop-off location option, which I love, by the way. That's my favorite. You know, like, no one really has Corona anymore, but they're still pretending to, just so we don't have to make eye contact when we're doing deliveries. It's awesome, man. It's, like, my favorite thing ever. That's why I really do enjoy getting white people on DoorDash. Because, you know, whites, they don't even want to look at me. They're just like, drop it off at the door, spick, and drive off. And I'm like, no problem, whitey. I'll do that shit. No problem. The only problem is like when you do get like a family of whites that are nice, you know, that's the worst, man. I mean, I like nice white people, but um, on DoorDash, it's horrible. You have to meet like their whole family at the door. And they're like, this is my son. This is my daughter. This is my brother, Jeff. He's a cancer survivor. They're just like, shit, man, can I just get my tip and go? 
I just like don't enjoy all that. I'd rather just do the no contact racist spick drop off the door thing. But it's all good, you know. That's the only time the job is hard really when you gotta deal with nice white people. Besides that, you know, it's easy. I don't really talk to people. I just drop off the order, go to the next place, pick up the order, go to the next place, get high, and repeat. So yeah, it's kind of like a dream job. But I am still job hunting, you know. I'm always looking for like the next laziest job. You know, like, I've always wanted to work at Salvation Army. And not, like, in the store, but, you know, the guys standing outside with the bells. Man, that looks like the easiest job in the world. Like, I can imagine just getting high as fuck and standing outside with my bell and just being like, can you donate? You know, like, I would really love that job. Um, I'm still waiting a response, so we'll see about that. I mean, I'm pretty satisfied with my current job, but um, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to make more money, you know? It's like a constant struggle of trying to keep up with my money. It's like, you know, it's really expensive being a stoner. Like, nobody really talks about it. But, like, for me, I'm constantly working just to smoke. Like, today I'm about to do DoorDash. Probably will make, like, $50, $60. And that's just so I can smoke tomorrow. Because tomorrow I need to pick up again. So, like, it's just this constant cycle of DoorDashing, smoking it all up, using all my gas, eating door dashing and smoking again and that gets really hard you know as a stoner it's a really expensive lifestyle so hopefully salvation army calls back you know i could use like a real paycheck so i can keep up with my smoking and plus i'm looking to upgrade my smoking you know because like ever since i tried those backwoods for christmas it's all i can think about you know something about those backwoods and just it just feels so good and but to do that you know you need a lot of money like you know you need at least three grams every backwood just so you can fill the thing up. So I'm currently, you know, trying to upgrade my life, trying to get to that backwood level. I mean, right now, you know, bongs are nice. I do love my bong, but um, yeah, man, I think it's time, you know, I think it's time to upgrade, go to the backwood level and just start destroying my lungs, you know? So I'm pretty excited. I'm also really excited about New Year's coming up, you know, because me and Rick, we're probably going to go and light up like five backwoods in a row and probably dab a little bit and do all kinds of crazy shit, you know, just for the new year. So I'm excited about that. But uh, besides that, uh, that's pretty much like my life as a stone spick. So that's it for this podcast. Um, I'll talk to you guys again uh, on New Year's, most likely. We get to talk about what I smoked on New Year's, what happened. So um, I'm looking forward to that. So if you guys want to hear that stuff, just go ahead and subscribe to my page. You know, I'm on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all of the podcasting apps and stuff. And um, see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.